Hey, good morning, my friends. Skip here. October 8th. It's a Sunday. I'm doing a podcast on a Sunday. Uh, I used to do one every Sunday as a sort of meditation. Uh, kind of got away from doing them on the weekends, but it's sort of a strange weekend. Uh, my wife uh, flew out to Michigan with some of her girlfriends from her seminary. Uh, one of my sons is in Maryville, Missouri. The other one's in Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, the other one's downstairs sleeping and probably will be until <laughs> three o'clock this afternoon. So I had time. I had space. And I had ideas. And that's always, and hopefully some inspiration. That's always, those are always the uh, motivators for me to do a podcast. Uh, and you know, I've shared this with you before. I'll share it with you again. These podcasts are as much, if not more, for for my own edification, my own um, way of of understanding reality. Uh, then you know, they're as much for me, if not more, than they are for anyone else. So, um, unfortunately, I'm watching this news about a war now in Israel and been thinking about what it really means to be human. And so I want to talk about that. I want to talk about living out of the pack, living out of the way things are, living in, if you will, the false reality. Because you know, those two ideas, the idea of there being a false reality and the idea of there being an authentic reality are always at the forefront of my thinking. i got to let my dog in. If you'll bear with me just a second. <clears throat> Pretty cold out this morning here in south-central Iowa. Um, so, I uh, have been thinking a lot lately about how humans function. And about how we function primarily, of course, incorrectly. We, we don't function out of a sense of self. We function out of, out of what we've learned, out of who we have learned to be. We perceive from a place of programming. You've heard, you've heard me say that a thousand times. But I'm not sure that we ever... Maybe I should say it this way. I'm not sure I ever really appreciate just how dysfunctional that is. You know, that I look back over my life, or I, I, I watch the news right now with the war going on here in Israel and a war in, in the Ukraine, and I see people hungry in this world. Uh, I see people practicing prejudice and hatred and exclusion. And then I go to work and, and I, you know, I've shared with you before, I'm a, I'm a substitute teacher, substitute paraeducator. And I watch kids do it. I watch them exclude kids on the playground. I watch them belittle or ignore uh, certain kids, etc., etc. Um, and I just see it. I see it all around me. I, I see that matrix, you know, that 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 false presentation 
of what it means to be human that our whole species has bought into. Uh, lock, stock, and barrel has bought into. Um, and it, it can be very discouraging. But also, for me anyway, it answers a lot of questions. And what I mean by that is this. That I have wondered forever, for my whole life really, why people are the way they are. You know, I was bullied as a kid, and I, I wondered <clears throat> often, you know, why, why are these kids so mean? Uh, trust me, I did my fair share of bullying in this life, too. And then I grew up, and, and although it was probably more subtle than in school, it, people were still mean-spirited. They were still uh, passive-aggressive. They were still... Um, pack animals, if you will. I know that's kind of a crass way to put it, but people would join in in in, in cruelty and in uh, disparaging or demeaning someone or demonizing someone. And I, I always questioned why. And in it, you know, I I finally got to an answer that was satisfactory that I think is true. And, and that is this, that people are the way people are because that's how they've learned to be who they are. People are, people act the way they act. People think the way they think. People behave the way they behave because that's how they're programmed to be. They are programmed to be that way through their family, through their circumstances, through their religions, through their institutions, through their educations, through their, you name it. And then I had to ask myself, well, okay, that makes sense. So why is it all, or why is it mostly bad? And then the answer came to me that, yes, we are all programmed, but we are all programmed by misinformation. That we are all programmed, if you will, with software that has glitches or that has, dare I say, virus. <laughs> that we are uploading into us false ideas about what it means to be human. And we are living uh, in ways that reflect that false programming. And since we are naturally... You know, we have learned to be pack animals. We have learned to be people of societies, of cultures, of, of groups. We then construct realities that call for the individual and call for the group to compare itself over and against other people and groups, which then sets up a survival mentality in us. And let's say when someone threatens that group or that survival mentality, they're, they're attacked. Uh, best example that's coming to mind right now, it is Sunday morning, so I'm just going to say it, was Jesus. Jesus challenged religion, my friends. You know, if you read it for what it is, he was not a religious person. He practiced a, he practiced a religion, but he challenged it. And challenged it to the point where uh, 
they had to get rid of him. And he's not the only one. Many have. Or we see people who challenge the whole, a whole society's perception. Martin Luther King Jr. And society got rid of him. Now, you may be saying, oh, well, that, you know, they, that was just one guy with a gun. Well, the one guy with the gun, the one person who is leading fascism, the one person who does harm, is a programmed mechanism, my friends, of the false reality. And so we can look at people who promote uh, authority authoritarianism or fascism and we shake our head and we go how could this be it can be because that's part of the false programming it's built right in there people are my friends people are the way they are they think the way they think they behave the way they behave because that's how they have learned to be And the more you see that, the more you step back objectively. If you step out of your own stuff, the more you're going to see that that is really the reality that permeates our world. The human condition is a condition brought about by programming, the programming of the human brain to function in a certain way that that lacks authenticity. Now, I was kind of cautious of that when I finally came to that realization. Because I thought, wow, what a convenient excuse, right? (laughs) I mean, people, ah, he, you know, a person murdered someone and that's just human nature. That's, you know, no. Although, you know, that's part of the programming. Violence is very much part of our programming. What I'm saying is, I'm not excusing behavior. But we have to understand that, you know, there's, there's no excuses, but there are reasons. You've heard me say that before. There's a reason wars go on. There's a reason uh, there's a poor, there, there's poverty. There's a reason there are, there's a class system. There's a reason that there are hierarchical systems within institutions that have to do with control and power. Irony, the irony of ironies is, you know, someone like Jesus will say the first will be last, and we don't get that. (laughs) Uh, We believe that power and control, our clan, our pack, our, our team, our religion, our society needs to be on top and everyone else needs to be smashed beneath us and we need to be the conquerors of life and we need to you know be the conquerors of the world and it's just what we've learned to be and if you can step out of that own programming you we are all i am you are we are all programmed into that if you're able to step out of that my friends for for any length of time and view reality for what it really is, you will see that code. You will see that program working. I promise you, 
if you can first and foremost look at your own programming and then have the capacity to kind of step out of that, you will, you will look back and see that the world is operating out of a programmed way of perception that has everything to do with dualism and comparison and competition and identity seeking, not by going inside oneself, but by projecting outside oneself. And then you begin to see that the, that the reality we've created as humans is a facade. It's a facade. It, it's, it's a false front. It's, it's a way in which we have learned to disguise, to hide from who we truly are. And we're not even aware of it. And I think that's the most important thing to understand. One of the most important things to understand. It's all important. But we're not aware of it. When you become aware of it, it will change your life. Anyway, I hope that my podcasting helps you become aware of the fact that the world we are in is can be a very beautiful, very valuable thing. It is a place where we can explore what it means to be authentically us, where we can learn to be creative, where we can learn to be expressive. But when we decide that we're going to, when, well, we don't decide it, when we're taught to just join the group, just join the pack, just join the herd, have the herd mentality, fall into line so that the world can keep chugging along with its institutions and its economics. When, when, we, when, we, when we're caught in that place, folks, you know, so many people have asked me over the years, how do I find a meaningful life? And I really struggled with helping them because, you know, I offered the answers that the world had given me and they didn't work. A meaningful life is not found in your belief system. Lots of great things can come from belief. You can believe in yourself. You can believe you can do it. You can manifest your own personal reality through the, uh, through the operation of belief. But to believe in something other than you outside it's not going to do it. Neither is, you know, working out or getting a new job or getting a new car or moving to a new state. All that stuff can be useful, can be harmful. But if you want a meaningful life, then you have to find the meaning. And that's what this podcast is about. The meaning of life is... Here's a, that's a bold statement, right? At least as I see it, the meaning of life is understanding that you are authentically love, kindness, and generosity, that you are authentically human when you express your creativity, when you live out of your sexuality, when you engage in life, in helping others, in and helping others find themselves. When you engage in a life that helps you discover who you truly are, 
through acts of kindness, through the sacraments of kindness and generosity, through humility, through living not just for yourself, but for the other in healthy ways that helps build up rather than tear down. When you can live beyond the realities of shame and guilt and fear and hate, that's when you find your authenticity. Because guilt and shame and fear and hate, my friends, are a part of the programming. There you have it. I hope it's helpful. Thanks for uh, giving me some time today. Talk to you real soon. Bye-bye.